0: What's the theme?
2: What's the theme for 2018? Christmas year-round. No, if we could just, no, if we could just no. keep that that week after Christmas, before New Year's, yeah. when you sit around in your pajamas all day and it's okay to day drink, no, and you don't know what day or date it
3: is. I saw the darkest hour. Oh, you did. Which is. Uh, I'm a, i love Winston Churchill. And there's a scene where he's having lunch with the king. Okay. And the king said something to the effect, Winston, how do you manage to drink all day? And Winston says, Practice. <laughs>
0: that's,
2: that's probably very accurate. <laughs> I think I
0: speak for a lot of people that listen to this show regularly. Welcome back, fellas. Welcome yeah, what back. do I how
2: do I do this again? Yeah. So this is the Joe's mic. That's my mic. We need yeah. a theme for twenty eighteen. Let's let it happen. Let's not search one out. This huh, has to... I like that. Let's let it happen. I like Holy that. Crap. Right out of the. I mean, okay.
0: I like that one. How Let's... about something with the 25th anniversary of GL? Ah, uh, uh, that's too pompous. Is that what
2: this is? This that's year? recognition. Do we want recognition. Oh, yes. Others do it. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, others do it, and they haven't even been on the same show for 25 years. What? What did you just say? Let's let this happen.
3: Let's let it let's let it happen. Let's just let let's it just, ha- Let's just let it happen. And uh previous themes have been close enough. Yep. What was the one before that? Checked out. Checked out. Oh my god. We're not going to be checked out. No, we, we are checked in and mm-hmm. we're just going to Let's just let it happen. Did everyone have a wonderful break? I don't really care if you did or not. Right. The hell with you. I'm gonna have to I'm have a little trouble getting back on track too. I
2: here. bet that's, you are uh, yeah, you've been wearing an apron for two weeks. That third rail, man, is uh it's that's
0: electrified. Now all I'm picturing is you in your pajamas with a bourbon.
2: Um uh, I'm off to brown. <laughs> I'm off to brown by uh by New Year's resolution. You no, know, <laughs> just uh, after that Thanksgiving last year. That's that kind of was Mm-mm. yep. Can't mm. you even just say <laughs> one word to me? <laughs> it wasn't even, you're, you're too sober with, mm. it was more like, mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
3: Mm-mm. I couldn't even mouth the word no. All right, no, uh, no Vikings game this coming weekend. No, they're on the bye. They're on the bye. I think what, the last five Super Bowl winners had bye weeks. Mm-hmm. I um, think it's crucial to rest the weary bones. What about this Philadelphia team though? What about them? Uh, are going to they, buy too.
0: Is there a a loophole? Is there a... of the teams rook that are in the NFC playoffs mm-hmm. in my opinion? That's the least or that's the team that has the least amount of chance to make it to the Super Bowl.
3: Because they don't have Wentz. Yeah, they're, they're they they have they
0: lost Carson Wentz. They they, yeah. they didn't even score a point against the Cowboys on Sunday. The Eagles are going to lose their first playoff game in <laughs> my opinion. That's a very bold prediction. And that means then if the Vikings do win, they would host the NFC Championship game. Therefore, uh
2: in viking fashion even screwing up the right. super bowl when it's here right. because they're still playing in the
3: uh, in the stadium we have to talk about the super bowl at some point today <sighs> good or bad well i don't know uh you know i'm trying to be a team player i know
2: and uh you uh, as far as the nfl you've been consistent in saying nfl you really uh there's there's some arrogance there's a considerable amount of arrogance let's just let it
3: happen yeah you want a happen. hell of a statistic yep uh Per the Washington Post, per I think we can trust them to report temperatures. Yeah, okay, right? Yeah. I just find this an incredible statistic. We're not going to hear from any of our smart aleck friends in on Sanibel today, are we? Never Where it's struggling so. to get to be what about sixty three yeah. or four? Yeah, exactly. But that's that's still seventy five <laughs> degrees warmer than here. You're not gonna seventy. Th- mm-hmm. What is the temperature today, right now? 10 right now. Mm-hmm. It's a heat wave. It does feel different, doesn't it? It's amazing. How yeah. When it's above 5. Here's a, a statistic that I'm not sure I've ever experienced in
2: my lifetime. Right, Marco Island is 64 right now. That's as close as I can get you to Sanibel.
3: You been to Marcos? You're yeah, Marcos Island. All right. Per the Washington Post, January 1st, yesterday was the coldest new year's eve day on record in the eastern u.s. in the last 70 years in at least 70 years with the lower 48 states predicted to experience an average temperature of just eight degrees fahrenheit hmm. which is eight degrees fahrenheit okay that's the f isn't it's it? cold yeah but here's the statistic uh that i thought was incredible Ten percent of the country remained above freezing yesterday. Wow. Ten percent. Wow. Ninety percent of this country was below freezing yesterday, below thirty-two degrees. I find that I find that remarkable. I
2: uh, I heard it from a a friend I know that works at the airport mm-hmm. that uh, there were some flights canceled from actually uh, Harlingen. Texas. Really? Yes. We got a guy that keeps calling us from Harlingen. Well, yeah, uh, Rick, I think. Rick. But they did not. They don't have deicers there, and they had and ice. Harlingen had ice. They had ice on an aircraft. I'm wow. not sure where it was, or I don't know anything about or it.
0: Or is that because? Well, I'm not gonna. No, I'm
2: not right, gonna. My right. my goal.
3: You know goal, what? Can't you need it, You. Free. Yeah, yeah. You that that's Rusty a scan. noble noble. And I like the word that you use goal. I'm not a resolution guy. Yeah, I've I'm, never a go- made a I'm a resolution. goal guy too. Yes. I don't even do that. I just, yeah. I don't believe in these New Year's resolutions. They last 30 seconds. Right. Okay. It's a good goal for you to have to uh, not have me throw coins into the scan fund this yep. year. Don't you think? He's nodding with optimism, but I think it's like a kid. It's it's, last I can't see him right minutes. now. Is his hat off? Yeah. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. hanging right yeah, there. Per The Washington Post, January 1st, 2018, will be the coldest New Year's Day on record in the eastern U.S. in at least 70 years, with the lower 48 states predicted to experience an average temperature of just 8 degrees Fahrenheit. Roughly a third of the country, 34%, will plummet below 0 degrees Fahrenheit, And here's the kicker, with just 10% of the country remaining above freezing. (laughs) I I just find that fascinating. That is a, I mean, think about that's a dip, man. Wow. That is really something. Mm. As many as 27 record lows are expected to be set on New Year's Day, and 24 record lows for January 2nd are possible today. That's on top of record lows set late last week from Danville, Virginia to Augusta, Maine. New Year's Eve last night. No, New Year's Eve. That was what, Sunday night? It was expected to be 20 to 40 degrees colder than usual across much of the United States. Man. From Hettinger, North Dakota, where it was minus 37 degrees Sunday morning. That's not a wind chill either, is it? And the Adirondacks of New York and down to the very southern tip of Texas, more than 150 million people were under chill alerts in the U.S. on Sunday morning. More than double Monday's 70 million people. Wow.
2: Mm-hmm. 90% of the country
3: was 32 or below. According to CNN, it is so freezing out there that sharks are freezing to death on the shores of Massachusetts, and Twitter users have posted photos of their windows shattering after the glass allegedly contracted in the cold.
2: Uh, well, I don't understand that. I,
3: sharks, though, I understand. They're What are sharks? Cold-blooded? And then we have to have this paragraph. This is from a site what? called Gizmodo. We have sharks in Massachusetts. Oh yeah. Don't never... you remember the movie Jaws? No, that's they right. that there. Yeah, they, that's they love going they love out to that. the Cape. Yeah, vineyard there. <laughs> no, this spate of unusually cold weather obviously does not disprove climate change or global warming. As our very smart president suggested on Thursday, twenty seventeen was globally one of the hottest years on record, and twenty eighteen is in all likelihood going to be even hotter how do they know that right. and, and who writes this but in the meantime it would be a seriously good idea to bundle up now this all oh, this, this, this is all mm-hmm. washington post the washington post had to put in there don't worry it's still part of our template to be hysterical about the fact that the climate is changing uh, never minding that it always has uh-huh. and always will uh-huh. and you'll note that your mayor of garage logic did not offer these temperatures as proof of anything Right. What's the temperature supposed to be today? We we don't know. Whatever it is today, it's ten, 10 degrees. Right? right. It's ten degrees. That's that's what the temperature's supposed to be. Today. Cut and dry. But I do take some peculiar fascination in the idea that over the weekend, ten percent of the country was above freezing. That's just amazing. That is. There's a lot. That's a lot of ground to cover. That's the bot. That's you know the bottom half of California. Uh, the the bottom two thirds of Florida. Uh, the bottom third of all the Gulf states. Uh, that's just amazing. And how long will it last? We don't know because no nature is unpredictable. I have no idea. I have no idea. No idea. Uh, okay, just a moment. Let's just let it happen. Yeah, let's just let it that's happen. What's, that's the theme of uh, the 2018 broadcast. That's all we have to do. Let's it, just it, it, let it happen. It, and we arrived at that so quickly, didn't we? You
2: well, did. I offered it as, hey, hang on, let's just let it happen. And you, you said that that's a good idea. And I, I didn't even plan that being an idea.
3: Knowing, uh, well, I'll tell you when we get back. Oh, just a minute. Okay. It's so cold. Uh, How cold, cold is, is it It's so cold Al Franken is keeping his hands in his own pockets That's an old joke isn't it that's from <laughs> still like that Frequent yeah. Terry
2: but it had a different meaning back then Because <clears throat> it was the Democrats are keeping their hands in their own pockets meaning money that's was. Right. That's right that's right today's the day
0: isn't it, it or we... Al Al stepping down
2: was that legit do we what do you mean? Is it well? You know, he threatened, but we don't know if it. Uh, no, no, he's apparently
3: he's resigning. Who warms up their car? You're at an event. You get the family inside. You think I'll be the nice guy? I'll run outside and warm up the car. Who who does that? Well, I've passed that on to the 13 year old. Well, by, that's not my question. Oh. Do, do, I have. Yes, does I your do. car get warmed up? Yes, I do it because I've got the little the little guys I got to take to school and daycare. Okay, you're doing the wrong thing. You're harming the car. I'm here to provide this public service. Really? It's,
2: all, it's all I did this past week was shuffle start cars. Hey, have you driven your car in the past eight hours? No. I, I have a text from
3: out. a reliable source who says he just saw two idiots walking across the Mississippi River near the U of M. I wouldn't walk across Please, the river. Please, people, don't be stupid. Don't walk across
2: the river. It's a moving body of Stay water. out of the river. Right. Um, well, how are we harming
3: the car? What What is this? The long-held notion that you should let your car idle in the cold is only true for carbureted engines, not fuel-injected. I believe you have what fuel-injected. On all cars? You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know, would you? I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, And Reavers, uh, what are you driving? That you have a new car yep. from Maurer Chev. We bought a Traverse. That would not be a carbureted uh, engine. That's the bride's vehicle. Right, so that should not be warmed up.
0: It's in the garage all the time anyway, so it's okay.
3: Uh, in the thick of winter, the common wisdom is that when you're gearing up to take uh, uh, your truck out in the cold or snow or truck car, you should step outside, start up your engine and let it idle to warm up. But contrary to popular belief, okay. this does not prolong the life of your engine. In fact, it decreases it by stripping oil away from the engine' cylinders and pistons. In a nutshell. An internal combustion engine works by using pistons to compress a mixture of air and vaporized fuel within a cylinder. The compressed mixture is then ignited to create a combustion event, a little controlled explosion that powers the engine. Okay. When your engine is cold, the gasoline is less likely to evaporate and create the correct... Uh... Ratio of air and vapor for fuel combustion. The engines with electronic fuel injection have sensors that compensate for the cold by pumping more gasoline into the mixture. The engine continues to run rich in this way until it heats up to about 40 degrees. Okay. That's a problem because you're actually putting extra fuel into the combustion chamber to make it burn, and some of it can get onto the cylinder walls, said Stephen Ciotti, a mechanical engineer who specializes in combustion engines At the Argonne National Laboratory, he told this to Business Insider. Gasoline is an outstanding solvent. It can actually wash oil off the walls if you run it in these cold, idle conditions for an extended period of time. You know what the best thing you can do is? What's the best thing? Drive it slowly around. Okay,
2: that that was my next question. Um, When I started my car this morning, Mm I, I didn't warm it up for 20 minutes. It just I warmed it up for several minutes, which is wrong. Okay, but Maybe when now it you'll goes into gears, yeah. Cuz it's it was sitting outside, uh it's very uh lumberous. It's very difficult to to get it, you
3: know, moving. You don't want to go 50. You got to drive around on uh, on surface streets for a while. you're also harming it if you went directly to the freeway and floored it. I would never do that. But see, I I have a problem though. I'm I'm in a Mm
0: cul-de-sac. I take a turn, and I'm on a highway where i got to go 50.
3: Well, then you got to drive around the cul-de-sac a few times.
2: (laughs) There he is again, Ma. He's out there. Taking
3: another lap. Just going to work. (laughs) Warming up the car before driving it is a leftover practice from a time when carbureted engines dominated the roads. Carburetors mix gas and air to make vaporized fuel to run the engine, but they don't have sensors that tweak the amount of gas when it's cold. As a result, you have to let older cars warm up before driving or they will stall. But it's been about 30 years since carbureted engines were common in cars. So unless you're rolling in a 1970s Chevelle, uh, bundle up, get into the cold car, and get it moving. I just uh, I think that was an important uh, announcement from the mayor's desk in Garage Logic. I, I I knew this, I think... Uh, intuitively that the best way to warm up a car is to drive it slowly or if you're in a heated garage what difference does it make
2: well true if you're in a heated garage that's completely different
3: John
4: hey Joe hi I'm not sure I go ahead and I I, I want to call BS and BS as an S on that story the sole fact is the last two cars that I've owned, the one I'm currently driving, one previous, have both had factory-installed remote car starters. If it was such a detriment to the car's engine, do you think Ford and Mazda would actually install um, in the building process a, a remote <laughs> car
3: starter? I think the presumption is that you're to use the remote car starter as you approach the car to get in it and drive away. I don't think I don't think the remote car starter was provided so that you could sit in your living room for twenty minutes.
4: Well, it does. Yeah, it does have a limited runtime of ten minutes. Now, my wife has an unlimited runtime on hers. Mine on my Mazda will shut off after ten minutes. Yeah. So
3: I don't know yeah, what to. I, can, I, I think this makes this makes sense. This passes the logic test.
4: Yeah, I think if you let it sit there and run for multiple hours, probably it's almost. I'd like to see a Mythbusters doing Mythbusters on it.
0: <laughs> all right thank you uh you're well, getting destroyed on the phone lines by the way why of people that are saying well no it, it's it's bad and also bad on the transmission to operate it when it's that cold i didn't so, say to go I'm quickly i
3: said drive slowly
2: so when uh the dad from a christmas story when he comes into the kitchen and he's boiling <laughs> that that's a car you can warm up
3: in a christmas well, story
2: so that's what he's worried about that son of a gun would freeze up in the middle of summer in the equator. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to put hot
3: water under it so it, the carburetor... You know increases. what? You know what? Mm. In the interest of of just getting along smoothly in 2018, Yeah. do whatever you want to your car. I don't <laughs> care. Let's just let it happen. I, I bring these things up. Let's just let it happen. Yeah, just let it happen. Yep. I don't really care uh, if you want to warm it up or not. 2018. Okay. Go get them. Go get them, boys. Hey, here we go.
2: Here we are. We're back all live.
3: The life of components like piston rings and cylinder liners can be significantly reduced by gasoline washing away the lubricating oil, not to mention the extra fuel that is used while the engine runs rich. Driving your car is the fastest way to warm the engine up to 40 degrees so it switches back to a normal fuel-to-air ratio. Got it. You just do what you want. Run. You know what? Yeah. Run that thing for, for, for a week. I don't care. Got I just you. don't care. Let's switch from cars to uh, about television, sir. Commencing
5: segment number
2: three. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for your version of Sober Radio.
4: <laughs>
2: Man. We're just discussing off the air our... Uh, you know, I got two over here that are ready to go below deck. And I said, somebody needs to steer the boat. I will be the skipper and, and carry
3: on for you two. Many oh, people uh, are emailing me <laughs> somewhat graphically. Oh. Uh, where I can put that article. I ah, got gotcha. you. I can about only imagine. The, uh, about starting your car or not starting it. Let me repeat. Huh, I don't gotcha. care what you do. Right. I don't care. I, uh, it's from Popular Mechanics.
1: I have a little story about starting a car. Since you brought it up, mm-hmm. my wife's been a little under the weather, so she hasn't uh, been in her car for a few days. So yesterday, mm. I walk out and get the Star Tribune, and I'll start uh, the wife's car. Was
3: it in in uh, a garage?
1: No, no, no. It's been oh. outside. Start start it right up. Got a brand new battery. Yeah. Got it about a month ago. Started it right up. Went in, read the paper, drank some coffee, forgot all about it. Let it run for about an hour and a
3: half. <laughs> Again, I don't care. I don't <laughs> care uh, if it blows up. I don't care I, if it doesn't blow up. Good neighbors in Andover.
0: I hope it, didn't, Andover, huh? I hope it yeah. didn't hurt it. Yeah, so all of the snow near your tailpipe was <laughs> right.
2: completely all the Black
0: ice.
3: <laughs> and then before we get to John, there's this other disturbing note. Uh, we not only are behind on every million dollar idea we've ever had. Yeah. You said uh, that the theme this year could be "Let's just let it happen." Yeah. Uh, Tim writes, once again, another company has beaten you to the punch. A company has already printed the Just Let It Happen phrase on (laughs) T-shirts. If it's any consolation, most of the men's sizes are sold out. Uh, We can't even get that right. Motivational speaker Dennis Waitley has a slightly different take on the phrase. Losers let it happen. Winners make it happen. Uh, We 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 didn't even get that right. So we're (laughs) strike two so far. Uh, in the first show of the new year. How about 2019?
2: We give up. You know, that's what it is. Yeah.
3: How about you just tell us?
2: Yeah. You just tell us. Yeah. We got it. Or How about we got it wrong? Maybe that's everyday or t shirt. We got it wrong. You know, when we Don't forgot. take us
0: seriously. Right. We, what, what year was on point? That was about 2015. Okay. Good. On point, 2015.
3: We're not returning to that. No. Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thanks, Joe. Partly cloudy. Let's and- have Johnny go
1: past 40 a little bit here, too, just to. <laughs> You're getting a nice little late start, Johnny, are you? It's ten degrees. Wild forward Zach Parisi will make his season debut tonight at the X as the Wild play Florida. He's missed the first thirty-nine games of the season after preseason back surgery. Also on the injury front, forward Nino Nita Ryder will practice tomorrow. He should be back for the game Thursday against Buffalo. Jimmy Butler with 28 points. The Timberwolves beat the Lakers, won 14-96 last night. Carl Anthony Towns recorded his 30th double-double of the season. He had 16 points and 13 rebounds to help the Timberwolves win for the seventh time in eight games and tenth in their last 13th. The Wolves 24-14 and have the fourth-best record in the Western Conference.
3: You know, they jumped off to a 17-0 lead against Indiana. Mm-hmm. Correct. And won by 17 points. Ah, I just, that's it. a good observation. Your question is, why don't they do that every night? Yep. Well, then they started 16 to nothing against the Lakers. So they did it two nights in a row. And they won by 16? I don't know what No, they, they won. The one score was 14, uh, one is, 14. Is that a big rivalry that's still? Or is that kind of. Did you see 18. that the Lakers were wearing the throwback MPLS jerseys? A little trolling there, huh? Mm-hmm. The well, they, they, they've done that
0: before when they've come to town. No, I, have, I have not known I, that. I think it's a, a pure marketing. Play. I think
3: that the. Uh, the Minneapolis Lakers had the neat colors. That was a neat color blue. Oh <laughs> I'll see you later. I liked it too. Well, <laughs> let me just add
2: to
0: that. I liked it too. Uh email from Craig. I don't want to hear if it's vile. Uh no, about it's warming Craig. up the vehicle. Yeah. Baby, it's cold outside, mm-hmm. but your interior needs to be warm inside. Baby, don't like a cold interior. All right. Get it, baby? It's cold. Got it. News notes okay. from today, saying that you know that's why he chooses to warm up his cars. I don't wow. care. I, I don't care what people do.
3: Right. Gotcha. Uh, I've been told where I can put that article. Right. Uh, I've been told how I can fold it to put it <laughs> there, there. Yeah, done uh, Never mind. It Try was... to be helpful. It doesn't pay. How you doing? Maybe that's the theme for 2018. <laughs> Trying to be helpful, no. but it doesn't pay. Right.
1: right. No, no good deed goes unpunished. No good deed goes go.
3: unpunished. There you go. News notes from today. Uh, Today,
1: Minneapolis and St. Paul residents welcoming their new mayors, both being sworn into office. Minneapolis, Jacob Fry, assuming the role after taking the lead over current mayor, uh, Betsy Hodges. In St. Paul, Melvin Carter will take over as mayor after winning over his opponents running for mayor Chris Coleman's seat. I of course spent the last four years representing Minneapolis's third ward on the city council. Uh, Carter says it's a dream come true. I grew up in the city. I grew up in the rec centers and the libraries. My first city job is was as an intern in the Department of Planning and Economic Development. The opportunity most is, people's
3: first jobs are real jobs,
1: right? The opportunity to serve the city as mayor is just a dream come true. A pilot and three passengers escaped injury when their single engine <laughs> airplane made an emergency landing at the airport in Fargo last night. Officials at Hector International Airport said the pilot put the plane down on its belly after the landing gear failed. Wow. Airport Authority Director Sean Doberstein said the Trinidad plane left the airport in Moorhead at about 5 in the afternoon. A short time later, the pilot determined the landing gear wasn't working. That was confirmed by the control tower at Hector in a flyby. The pilot landed the plane shortly after 6 p.m. Air traffic was diverted for about 90 minutes while the damaged plane was cleared from the north-south runway. Wow, that's a pilot that's got a pair, huh? Some uh, breaking okay. news, national news this afternoon. No, t- <laughs> no details. We're A little rusty, aren't we? Yeah, We're a little rusty. Right.
3: Well, landing without landing. Here. I don't. I don't feel rusty. I worked Friday. Reavers worked all last week. If anybody's rusty, it's you two morons.
2: Yeah, I've
1: completely. I don't even know how to run this equipment anymore. Right. No details on this breaking national news, but the headline is uh, Senator Orrin Hatch, Utah Republican, says he's retiring. He's been in the Senate for four decades. President Trump has returned from an end-of-the-year holiday to face fresh legislative challenges, midterm elections, and threats abroad. The president opening the second year of his presidency with tweets targeting Iran and Pakistan. He tweeted today, the people of Iran are finally acting against the brutal and corrupt Iranian regime. All of the money that President Obama so foolishly gave them went into terrorism and into their pockets. He says the people have little food, big inflation, and no human rights. The U.S. is watching. He also slammed Pakistan for lies and deceit, saying the country had played U.S. leaders for fools by not doing enough to control militants. I have a question.
3: Did you note that on uh, New Year's Eve, uh, Mar a Lago had a New Year's Eve party, and okay. the tickets okay. were seven hundred and fifty bucks? Who That's gets the money? It's a really good question. That's Trump's house. That's Trump's resort. And he and the First Lady went to the New Year's Eve party. Yeah. But you paid 750 bucks to go to it. Who gets the money? Obviously, he does. Yeah, I would think. I'm thinking I did it all wrong,
2: too. Mm-hmm. I didn't charge anybody to come from my home. <laughs>
3: <No>. <laughs> what do, do you I I get, get for
0: $750? You get a nice glass of shit.
3: <laughs> I, I don't know
2: why. I'm not sure what you would get for 750 Yeah. Probably a nice meal.
0: Sure. Maybe
2: a couple of uh, drink tickets. I don't know. What is he handing out, like, ticket stuff? Right. (laughs) You have this tremendous Louis Vuitton bag.
1: (laughs) Firefighters battled a six-alarm fire in the Bronx this morning. The Fire Department of New York said 23 people, including a firefighter, were hurt. Fire officials say they responded to the blaze at a four-story building near the Bronx Zoo at about 530. Twelve apartments in the building, but the blaze appeared to have started in a furniture store on the first floor. Most of the injuries appear to be non-life-threatening, at least 200 firefighters battling the blaze. It comes only days after the deadliest residential fire in New York City, in at least a quarter century swept through a Bronx apartment building, killing 12
3: people. Jordy has a theme proposal for 2018. What is that? See you at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> That'll don't, that don't work out. It's only eight months. Nope. Yep. I just dropped
2: something. All right. We'll uh we'll take a break oh and go God. check weather. How's just that? Just a minute. Just yeah. a minute. We got her? Just, just a
3: minute. Yeah. Are we out now? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well uh I can't okay. hear you
4: that well. No. What was that?
3: No. No. Reavers might have uh, inadvertently <laughs> come up with the uh with the theme. Oh. Uh I think our theme should be
4: Yeah, I wonder if
3: I get the time and the time? <laughs> when the listener made you aware that Let's just let this happen. Was already out there. <laughs> Reavers chimed in with, "We can't even get that right." There's your theme <laughs> for 2018. Can't li- we can't, right. even, get we can't right. even get that <laughs> right. I like that. So far, I'm going to place that one in the lead. Got it. We can't even uh, get that. We right. can't even get that right. You cannot stop it. Just make a move. Joe Cigure. It is Duluth
2: Trading that brings you David Wallace Dahl and his forecast. And I'll tell you, they've got locations in Fridley, Bloomington, Duluth, and now
3: Woodbury as well, Joe. Dave. Yes, sir. I thought it was an incredible statistic that over the weekend, uh, 10% of the
5: country remained above freezing.
3: 10%. Ten percent, just
5: just ten percent. Yep. Yeah. Isn't it, that something? That was, it's, yeah, it's a large area of cold high pressure that's been. We've been like right near the center of it here in the Twin Cities, so our our temps have been obviously very cold, but nothing really record breaking, record shattering. No. No. And here's here's the deal though: this record that you're going to see is uh, today is the um, coldest reading that we have on record here in the Twin Cities, and I'll get those records in the next hour, but. Yeah. But, yeah, so um, this is the coldest time of the year, and we'll gradually start to pull out of it. I know you think spring has started already, but... It um, started
3: last two weeks ago,
5: damn near. I know. Yeah. And the days have increased in length by about eight, nine minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Evening snow tonight. Here's There's a band of snow that's moved through Alexandria and Brainerd, and now it's going to come on down through St. Cloud here in the next hour, reaching the northwestern suburbs by about 4 to 4.30. Should be um, moving through the Twin Cities right during the rush hour. And uh, it's going to cause some problems, I think. Even though we're not expecting a lot, the timing of this thing is going to be bad. Probably a half an inch, maybe up to an inch in a few places. The evening snow gives way to just uh, windy and colder conditions down to 2 below by tomorrow morning. 10 to 20 below wind chills again by tomorrow. Mostly sunny and a high of only 6 above. And then partly cloudy down to 10 below tomorrow night. Sunshine on Thursday, high of 3 above, 4 above on Friday. Here comes the good news. 15 Saturday up to 28 on Sunday with that warmer air. Some light snow possible Sunday into Monday and some more light snow on Tuesday of next week. But, boy, once we get through this week, uh, things are looking a little bit better. Upper teens, low 20s at least for much of next week. Right now, Joe, we're at 10 above. All right, thank you. We may be struggling for a theme For 2018,
3: but I will make an announcement that I'm not struggling with. It is impossible to be culturally sensitive. Uh, Just as the word racist, racism, and race doesn't mean anything anymore, Mm -hmm. it's impossible to be culturally sensitive, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Because of social media. No matter what happens, the social justice warriors are so numerous and have such ready access to the tweeting and what have you, that no matter what is out there, someone will find fault with it. Therefore, it is impossible to be culturally sensitive. you with me so far? I, I'm following you, yes. I base that on the following. Okay. A New York Times photo received backlash from Twitter over the inclusion of chopsticks. The Times was reporting on a yet-to-be-opened Asian-inspired steakhouse, Jade 60, which features classic steaks and traditional Asian cuisine. Okay. In the photo for the digital article, there are typical Chinese dishes like beef and broccoli and steamed buns placed next to a hefty New York-style steak and tall beer. I can picture it. Though the issue Twitter hasn't, Oh, I, oh, mm. oh, 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 oh. Though the issue Twitter has isn't necessarily with the cuisine, it's with the presentation, which showcases chopsticks sitting under the steak and perched in the beef and broccoli. And, okay, well, so far? Twitter users have been quick to accuse the newspaper for cultural insensitivity over the use of the chopsticks, which may have been which many have been saying are placed in an upright manner, a chopsticks etiquette faux pas in Japanese culture. Upright chopsticks indicate death or suggest a funeral offering. Come did you, on. Did you know that? I hadn't. No. I, is I, it I possible to be culturally sensitive? You can't be. No. You can't be. That, that is, that one is. user. Such... One user wrote, so who died? Or was your menu inspired by a part of Asia that uses wooden sticks as decor? I'm glad the chopsticks are placed like offerings to the dead. I'm sure my ancestors will be excited to eat steak with chopsticks, another wrote. In the photo that times used, the chopsticks appear to be leaning against the side of the dish. The chopstick placement was not the only issue those on social media had with the photo. Some suggested incorporating the small chopsticks with a large uncut steak seemed awkward. I do have a larger point I intend to make here okay. in a moment. I still can't get over this, but yes. One user sarcastically wrote, Asians stick chopsticks under steaks as levers to catapult the meat into their mouths. Okay. Uh, here's the problem. What do we got? What's the problem? Not only is it impossible to be culturally sensitive. Where was I going with this? Not only is it. Oh. The minute somebody points something out, it becomes a story. In other words, this is from Fox News. Maybe they delight in taking a shot at the New York Times. Okay. But why, why is this a story? Is the director of social media in there? I'm yes. right here. Why? Why is this a story? I don't get and it. And here, here's here's what we're facing: the the great unwashed, the great anonymous who use Twitter, they're they're getting uh, getting stories published right and left for no reason whatsoever, except that it draws attention to some aspect of the news gathering business. My inclination on this one would be Fox News picked this up. Because it gives them a little chance to take a shot at the liberal New York Times that that is proven now, according to these anonymous fools on Twitter, to have been culturally insensitive for the placing of chopsticks in a picture of steak. So you can't win anymore. You can't you can't do anything. In other words, in other words, let's say there's a new restaurant opening in New York. Uh, Jade cuisine yep. and and some flowers were placed on the table. Okay, well, there's somebody in the country that would have found fault with the type of flower that was used. Right,
2: right. Why are you using this? Because uh, this flower represents X, and then that becomes a story. It's not
3: a story. I don't like the way we're going, bro. Uh, no, not at all. It's the end of the world as we know it. He feels fine. Joe me, Emailer uh Jim has a great point. The restaurant is in America, is in America not Japan. There's no sensitivity needed. Assimilate. But it's uh. only Americans that would be accused of cultural insensitivity. No True. one else would be. True. And Tommy writes, being the son of a service station owner, I learned a lot about autos. Carburetors also ran at a higher mixture. Uh, that's why our gas consumption was higher in the winter. From the son of Sai told who owned the service station at grand and wheeler first size texaco then si sinclair where we didn't care <laughs> 1500 espn is kstp st paul minneapolis it's 10 degrees and gl will be back with much more